Hey Bob, you think you could take a look under that pigskin you got there? I just really want to see what's underneath there. You know that's trademark, right? No, it's not, man. No. It's the Star Wars theme song. <laughs> yeah, they, they trademarked that shit for sure. Alright. Anyway, welcome back. Welcome back to the skin. Playoff skin. Playoff skin. This skin is primed. It's been marinating all season. We dunked it in mud, scrubbed it down, let it marinate. I like dry rub. Dry rub. Your dry rub skin? Yeah, I threw a lot of dry rub on it last week to get it ready for the divisional round. See, I like to soak mine like a true pig right in the mud. Yeah, you've been soaking yours all season, though. All season. Then you let it dry out in the sun. It gets nice and crisp. Yeah, I just started prepping mine. I started last week. Yeah, you, you know, I'm not, some wax you know I'm not a meal prep guy. Yeah, you're not a meal prep. You need to wax it, give it a little shine, a little shine of that skin. No, no. We just fire it. What did you think of the uh, wild card fucking wicked wild weekend we had there? A couple it's, upsets? I thought it was very predictable. Yeah, apparently <laughs> yeah. you did 6-0. and oh. Yeah, extremely predictable. Every game was basically outlined for me. I was seeing the board real well. I like the looks of it. I like the looks of this playoffs. You certainly saw it a lot better than I did. This seems to be the trend of the of the skin. Is somebody goes on a fucking losing streak during the regular season and then lights it up in the and offs. They, they tear into the offs. Yeah. Hey, I only picked three. I went three and three last week. I did not see Jacksonville. I I mean to be fair, nobody saw Jacksonville. I was. Like, I stopped, I stopped watching. watching it. Yeah, I stopped watching time. it in half. I was like, this game's over. I didn't know it was the. Los Angeles Falcons. Yeah, and I could see the Giants, but I didn't pick them. But I I knew they had a shot. Yeah. But they, I didn't. What I did not see is Tampa Bay shit in the bed against Dallas. That one threw me for a loop. The amount of press going into Brady never losing, never losing to Dallas, and they played. Him I this know year. they jinxed him. That that was a big jinx on the wall. I could see that one coming. Yeah. They even jinxed the kicker in that. One. Well, it was Poor annoying guy. me that they started doing that because I was like, come on. Yeah. yeah, they did kicker jinx yeah. big time. Yeah. They were like, Dallas, you can win, but you can't kick extra points. That's the only rule. Speaking of uh, that kicker, Brett Maher, he's an honorable mention for don't do it dick of the week. But there were a couple dickier yeah. guys last week. Yeah, I agree with the, the honorable mention on Mar. I feel like you can't give it to him. His Really, he didn't even need to play in that game. Yeah. They, they would have been totally fine without him. I mean, he but, more or less didn't play. Yeah, he was. He kind wasn't of, really yeah. contributing. Yeah, he was kind of just out there, suiting up, standing on the sidelines, sitting on the bench, getting yelled at. Yeah, having a good. T- he, I'm sure he did a great day at work. Sure, he did. I mean, his teammates seemed supportive. Ceedee Lamb gave him a pat on the back, said, "Hey, man, you might suck, yeah. but <laughs> we like you. We still like you." Like, yeah, ultimate hot take. He's better forty yards out. Like, he, oh, it's he's, too, a, he's a dude. It's too close. Long range Mar. That's what they call. Yeah, him. it's way too close. For the him guy to absolutely drains. He's from like forty. And he's out. like, oh, only f- like four feet. Well, you know they say he's nearsighted, so yeah. that he doesn't actually see. He doesn't see near. He can't. He can't see near. He doesn't see yeah. the goalpost. He thought he was hidden. He thought they were all good. Well, if you look how he's lined up, he's lined up sideways. Yeah. He doesn't know where the hell he's going. <laughs> he can only... He's like a cat. <laughs> They've been saying it for years. He's got the rib cage and the eyes of a cat. I've been hearing that, yeah. So, 
That's that's something, but yeah, that's it's not the biggest. Don't do it. That's for sure. No, he's not. I think we got we had a few this week. Do you want to go first? It's kind of leaning. Sure, sure. Leaning I'll, your way. I'll uh, I'll lean into an entire team, organization, coaching staff. Just a monumental playoff meltdown. Athletic trainers. Athletics. Everybody involved. GM. It's, it's the. Los Angeles Chargers, they've been choke artists for years. You remember them. Even back in the LT days, going to the playoffs after they went 14-2 and and then losing to the Patriots, getting upset. Yeah. And LT getting pissed off and bitching at everybody on the other team. And like they That's their identity. That's their identity. They choke. They do really well and they choke. They're, if Phil Rivers was a team, it would be that. It would be that. Yeah. He I'm surprised Matt team. Ryan didn't play for this team, honestly. They might trade. The for only him. guy who chokes more than the Chargers is Matt Ryan. But anyways, this was just. I mean, if I was a Chargers fan, I would have probably gotten in my minivan, driven my car off of a cliff into the Pacific Ocean after that game. It's just, how much can that can that franchise take? That that organization. It's take? well, honestly, there's only like five Chargers fans out there, so they might have just lost the rest of them. Yeah, I think they did, and like a a group fucking. St- I don't want to say the S word. A group cliff drive off to unalive themselves. Um, <laughs> but to the Jaguars, that's just embarrassing. Well, you know what I said? Jacksonville's a tough place to play in January. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. It's a hard place to play. Trevor Lawrence even found that out himself in the he, first half. He, he did. And that leads me into a new award before you mention your dick of the week. We have a uh, the Double uh, H Hybrid Honorable Mention of the Week. This yeah. guy is an honorable mention for both Dick and Savage. Something you rarely see. Trevor, first half, Trevor Lawrence, Dick. The front nine, he threw four picks. Back yeah. nine, he was fucking perfect. Yeah, four touchdowns <laughs> in the back nine. Yeah. He really flipped his game around four, the turn. Four over, yeah. heading into the back nine. And then and closed finished. out four under. Well, he closed out, closed even. out even, but yes. Yeah. Still, not a bad, good enough round to get you a W. He must have had a hot dog, maybe a shooter at the turn. A nice savage moment for him going to Waffle House after. I do like that. <laughs> yeah, he's never been. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not going to say I'd like he's, Trevor Lawrence. I'm sure he didn't have a good time at Waffle House. No one has a good time at Waffle House. Yeah, especially with that guy. You see him just like. In Jacksonville? Bopping in there. The Waffle House is in Jacksonville. Pe- I bet are crazy. I'll take the peanut butter or chocolate waffle. <laughs> like, are you Trevor Lawrence? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any grease in the back I can borrow for my hair? My hair is really starting to dry out. <laughs> can you just pour the fry later grease on me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hybrid, what would you call the award? Hybrid, hybrid honorable mention. Hybrid honorable, that's a good award. Hopefully we get another one to close out the season, not a one and done. Yeah. I'm going to go into my don't do it, Dick, and I'm going to a different game. Uh, I'm going to go to the Ravens game. It's going to be J.K. Dobbins. Similar to Lawrence, he did something at the end of the game that was kind of a dick move. He mm-hmm. called out his team, says he's not getting the ball enough, said... I'm showing support for Lamar, but he basically just destroyed Tyler Huntley, whoever played quarterback. Yeah, Tyler Huntley kept him in that game. Yeah, he was doing all right. He had that fucked up play at the at the end when he tried to go over the top. But you really can't blame him for that. They were in the game the whole time. And who are you, J.K. Dobbins? Yeah, like, exactly. Like you're, exactly. you really think you're that guy? You sat out all last year. You're probably 
like your life expectancy is done in the NFL. He's like a fourth year running back. Yeah. It's around this time they start kicking him to the curb anyway. So I don't expect him to be sticking around much longer in this organization. And honestly, the Ravens in general could be walking into a tank this offseason. Yeah, they they could, especially Lamar. if they lose Lamar, yeah. They don't really have any other weapons on offense. No, they really don't. La- I- Lamar makes that offense. He makes Mark Andrews better. He allows the running backs to thrive because they can't just like they can't play yeah. just one player on the run. They have to cover two guys on yeah. the run at all times. Like when they didn't have J.K. Dobbins, they had a committee of running backs that were doing just Gus the bus. Everybody's thriving right. over there. You remember who's the really little guy they had? Uh, number forty-three. He even did Justice Hill. Justice Hill. He did great yeah. in that offense. Yeah, like irrelevant. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Basically, and who did they? They just picked up. Kenyon Drake? Latavius Murray did all right over there. Isn't that Kenyon Drake? Kenyon Drake balled this year. Yeah, Kenyon Drake balled this year. He went bald this year just to play on the Ravens. (laughs) Uh, That team, I think their time is spoken for. Um, Bold prediction, they're the worst team in that division next year. Really worse than the Steelers? Yeah. Yeah. I think the Steelers are on the ups. They got a solid defense. Steelers almost made the playoffs. Yep. And the Browns have their franchise quarterback, so they're set. Yeah, they do. So, JK, talking all that smack, appreciate the honesty, but not good for your career. Not good for his career, and it's just like, I don't know. I could understand if it was like a whole game-long thing, but to like go back to that one play, like, everybody else is at fault, not me. It's like an Antonio Brown type of mentality. Yeah, it's like a Le'Veon Bell type. Uh-huh. He really fits. Selfish. Yeah, fits that stereotype. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to uh, also go to that game. We're going to flip the tables, do a little switcheroo on you. We're going to go Savage, surprise Savage of the week. Same play you're talking about. Yep. The Cincinnati kid, yep. Savage Sam, they're calling him. Sam Hubbard, number 94 for the Cincinnati Bengals. Ball gets popped out of Tyler Huntley's hands at the friggin' goal line. Right into his lap. He's just sitting there ready <laughs> for it. Wasn't for involved in the play yeah. at all. Ball, he, ball lands his lap, he, he and was, he takes off. He was guarding J.K. Dobbins on that play. And he was mic'd up for that. And all he said when he came back, I was so afraid I was going to get caught. So afraid I was going to get caught. I thought for sure I was getting caught. With the oxygen mask yeah. on, he's got the big man mask the, going. Yeah, the savage moment was the oxygen mask on the sideline. He's like throwing the peace signs up to the camera. <laughs> yeah. They're taking pictures of You can't of catch me? I was so nervous I was going to get caught. <laughs> yeah. You can't catch me? And then he whispers, I thought they were going to catch me. I thought they were going to get me so bad. <laughs> so that was Savage doing it for the hometown. Yeah, great Love story to see that, that guy. And that's a 14-point swing. Straight up won them the game. Tyler Huntley gets in. You got to figure Baltimore wins the game. Uh, yeah, I mean, Joe Scheiste still had a shot. He still had a shot, but it was a 14-point swing because it pretty much put the game out of reach for the Ravens. Yeah, put it on ice. And Hubbard grew up Bengals fan. You know that? Right. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Cincinnati kid. He's the he's the hometown hero. He, he loves that team. That team loves him. Yeah, he's a Tiger through and through. So, love to see it. Savage moment. Haven't thrown out a lot of defensive savages this year, so you'd love to see that in the, uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm going to go a different direction from mine. This guy was the rookie of the year. You, I can't not give it to Brock. Yeah. Like, I got to give it to Brock. We snubbed Purdy. him last week. Yeah. He, I mean, he's now still undefeated as a starter, 6 0. 6 0, right? Oh, that sounds right. Yeah. He was about nervous for 0.5 seconds in that playoff game. He threw his first pass, a little bit overthrown, and I was like, oh, maybe the nerves are getting to Brock, little Iowa State kid, a Mr. Irrelevant. 
But then he locked in. He locked in immediately after that. Didn't make any mistakes. Three touchdowns over 300 yards. Honestly, I hope they win. I'm a San Fran fan now. I hope they just take it all the way, just for this game. San Fran's great, and yeah, I love I love the guy. I love the story. Um, this is like you know when they got Garoppolo the first time, and then he went undefeated to close the season. Yeah, and they got a huge contract. Do players just like plug and play into this system whenever? Well, they you know ball? who else did that? Colin Kaepernick and won a Super Bowl with him. He came in <laughs> like halfway yeah. through the year. Yeah, that's true too. It's that's just a big San Fran. Move. It's a big time San Fran move, and they got serious potential this year. Yeah, that's who are they going to plug in next year? Trey Lance at half halfway through the year. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to put someone else in. <laughs> yeah, I I like to see it, Brock. I think. What really speaks is to his character is what you said, the fact that he came in and had kind of a rocky start. Like, a guy like that with not so much to prove, that's usually, like, quick to get to your head, and then you yeah. just have a bad game. And he took to bounce back the way he did on the yeah. big stage. I don't even think... That's impressive. Like, rocky start is, like, probably over-exaggerating. It was legitimately one throw. Like, yeah. his first throw was bad, and I was like, oh, a long day for this guy. Right. And then he, nope. Solve that real quick. Yeah, and like his ability to do that. I mean, I feel like a lot of people that would just get straight to their head, and they would maybe throw a pick. Or yeah, get or like down a on three and out in the first series. Right. But I think they went down and scored a touchdown. And yeah, like not only won that game, convincingly won that game. Right, dominated. Yeah, no, definitely impressive. Surprisingly savage. We'll it's see. gonna be it's gonna be fun to see him if he ever gets put in like a two like a game winning drive, like a two minute drill. Yeah, see how clutch that, he can that's be. Because the they've been kind of like running it up on yeah, people. So yeah. this week he might get a shot. Dallas. We'll get into that later. That's the last game of the week. But we'll see. But you want to start off? Are we? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good for last week. That's I enough think of that, the wild that, card. Yeah, it's enough wild cardery. Let's talk about Jacksonville, our first divisional round matchup, Saturday, 4 o'clock, headed to Kansas City, eight-point spread in favor of Kansas. I mean, I think we both got the Chiefs here. <laughs> yeah, I think we – Jacksonville, that was fun. But I want to point a couple things out. Jacksonville's defense, Ben Eaton, they shut the Chargers down big time. The only reason Chargers even scored was because of those interceptions. Yeah, that's true. Uh Kansas City, one of the worst passing defenses in the league, and we've seen Trevor Lawrence when he's on four touchdowns and a half, yeah. he, he can shred a defense. Okay. So I'm gonna take you're Kansas gonna take, City. You're take Jacksonville? I'm gonna take Kansas City. I just gonna say watch the spread. Eight point spread. Now having said that, you wanna lock them up? <laughs> I am in fact gonna lock them up. Alright. I'm gonna take Kansas City. The eight points don't scare me. Jacksonville was fun last week. They got their wild card victory. They're a team on the ups, but they... If this game was in Jacksonville, I might be swayed the other way. Unfortunately, it's yeah, not. Yeah, Jacksonville in January is a tough place to play. Yeah, real tough place. Unfortunately, the Jaguars don't travel very well. Kansas City's going to be a little bit cooler. Could be a fucking snowy night there. Kansas City is a weird place. They say Kansas is a tough place for a big cat to thrive. The humidity gets to them. Yeah. They are nearsighted as well. Arrowhead Stadium. Right. Cats are scared of arrows. Cats are scared of arrows and head. Yeah. <laughs> They're scared of both of those things. <laughs> so it's going to be tough for them. And you say their defense is good, but... Kansas City's offense is a different monster. It's a different monster. It's a different monster than the greasy than a team that doesn't give the ball their best player. Yeah. Kansas City gives the ball their best player on every play. 
That's true, but I will just say I think this game's going to be closer than people think. I think a lot of people look at this game as it's a, it's a going to be like the San Fran uh, game against the Seahawks last week. Yeah, that's kind of how, yeah. I don't think it is. I think yeah. this plays out more like the Buffalo game against the Dolphins, like an underdog you wouldn't expect, and it comes down to a field goal. No, it's an early, it's an early game. Maybe if it was a late game in Jacksonville, I'm with you, but early yeah. game, Kansas City, uh, they're ready for this. All right, fair enough. Moving on, Saturday night, we have a couple of NFC East. This is always a coin toss. The East. <laughs> the East is really making themselves known in this place. Three of the eight teams remaining are from the NFC East. I don't know if anybody Best division that. in football. Yeah, apparently. Uh, yeah, you, apparently. Can't, you can't really deny it. They're the only division that has more than one team represented, so that's pretty pretty good three freaking teams but anyways Philly's seven point favorite coming off their bye I'm gonna th- I'm gonna take Philly in this one I have a question for Jamie did yeah. the Giants beat Philly this year I feel like they did um Jamie can you pull so. it up I think it was Washington actually Philly uh, I think they did lose Washington I feel like they lost all their games in division you know who they you know who they did beat was um uh, Oh, they fucking annihilated the Cowboys or the Giants in December. And then they had a close game in January. That's what it was. They won by six. Yeah, so they swept it. Tough to beat a team three times. Really tough. And this is another one, just like the last game. Like, I'm going to take Philly, but watch the Giants keep it close and maybe take it down to the last drive of the game. Do you want to just take the Giants so you don't make this mistake again? You think Philly's a real playoff team? No, I, I, I don't think they are, but I also don't think Daniel Jones is a real playoff guy. I think he beat a choke artist in Kirk Cousins. And and Philly's not a choke artist? Is Philly the new... Like, Philly won the Super Bowl, like, recently. Yeah, but they're, they... Once they're, like, the heavy favorite, they usually crumble. Yeah. And they've kind of low-key been crumbling towards the end of the season. Well, Hurts was hurt. Yeah, he was he, living up to his name. Yeah, but he came back... I don't know. I'm tempted to flop to the Giants on this one. Do you I might to, just ride it out. You want a double flop? So the I'll Giants, go down with you. The Giants are 1-0 and when I flop to them. I'm going to take the Giants. I think that... Me too! <laughs> <laughs> I think... Dude, let's take the Giants. Bold prediction? Daniel Jones is the new Eli Manning. <laughs> I mean, he looks just like him. Dude, team, I'll go down with you. Team, I'll take the Giants. I'll go down with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for it. This, this won't affect our standings whatsoever, but I like the double flop. I'm a big fan of the double flop. Never we're, before seen. Yeah, we're on the Giants. <laughs> no one... Anything can happen in the NFC Any, East. Dude, it's a, every game's a coin toss. The NFC East and the AFC South coin toss every time. Yeah, tough to beat a team three times. Really tough. To really beat tough. That. We've seen tough to beat a team twice. They barely beat them the second time. What do you think's going to happen the third time? Yeah. Plus, I, Philly coming off a bye week seems like a... Mm, trap. Trap game. Trap game. And I just don't think Philly's a, a playoff team. Dude, you know, I think Philly had a cakewalk schedule. You know, uh, one hilarious stat I saw was like, uh, you know, Boston Scott, the running back on Philly, he annihilates had, he, the Giants. He's a Giants guy. He has like nine of his eleven career touchdowns against the Giants. All right, who was the guy? <laughs> it wasn't Boston Scott, but it was when we were in high school who filled in 
when LaShawn McCoy got hurt, he had a name like Boston Scott, and he did the same thing. Uh, he ran for like 200 yards against the Giants. Uh, I'm not sure. Like, you know who I'm talking about, though? I feel like Philly loves those running backs. Hold on. Philly. Was it Ryan Grant? No. It was before the Ryan Matthews days, right? Yeah, it it, was... Ryan Matthews never really balled on that team. He filled in for LaShawn McCoy. I remember that. LaShawn McCoy kind of stuck around for a while. Cole Clement? Or Corey Clement? Dion Lewis was on that team in 2012. Dude, it Bryce been. Brown. Bryce Brown. Oh, yeah. He went off. He, ran, he had, like, two games that year against the Giants and against somebody else, and he ran for, like, over 200 yards in both games. Yeah. He was insane. He was a fantasy plug monster. Yeah. He's, like, the Boston Scott of old. Yeah. Boston, Boston Scott models his game Boston after Boston Scott is, like, Bryce Brown. Like, he's, like, fifth all-time for rushing touchdowns against the Giants. Yeah, it's insane. Like, that's an... And on the list is, like... It's him, Bryce Brown. <laughs> no, it's, like, Ezekiel Elliott, like... Um... Yeah, uh, what's his... Uh, no, who was the... Yeah. Um, who was the Washington... Emmett Smith. Many, yeah, maybe Emmett Smith. Yeah, he's definitely on that. And who was the Washington guy? That Clinton was, Portis. Yeah, Clinton Portis. He was a touchdown hog. Yeah. I think he was... Like, I used to bury his all, the whole there. The whole list was, like, basically, like... Either like all pros or Hall of Famers, and then Boston Scott. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I bet Bryce Brown's six though. <laughs> he, shoot, he might be on there too. All right, huge double flop. Love Is that. he playing though? Like who? Who's? I don't know. Dude, I don't know. They have like eight running backs. All right, I, I just wasn't sure if you were mentioning that for a reason or it was just anecdotal. I think he is probably playing. He's like their third running back, so he'll probably get some carries. Miles Sanders is healthy, but they're benching him in favor of Boston yeah. Scott strictly for the Giants yeah. lore. They still run like three, like three running backs get carries for them every game. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, and usually. Kenneth Gainwell. They might bench Gainwell for Boston Scott in this right. Switch it up a little bit. Yeah. All right. Now we got the AFC Super Bowl prediction here. Both yes. our Super Bowl picks going up head Only to head. one can come out alive. Only one. We got Cincinnati headed to Buffalo. I'm going to take the Joes in Cincinnati, the average Joes. You're in Savage Sam. Yeah, I love – I would love to see the Bengals, honestly – these are the two teams I want to see win the Super Bowl, maybe outside of San Fran. I would be happy if either of these teams made it. I just don't want to see Kansas City or Jacksonville make it to the Super Bowl. I don't think we have to worry about Jacksonville, but <laughs> Jacksonville just in case. Be, Jacksonville would be fun. <laughs> I would only want to see Jacksonville if it was Jacksonville versus the Giants. That would be a hilarious Super Bowl. The Toilet Bowl? <laughs> yeah. A couple of 9-17. and 17, A couple of... 9-18. and 18. Yeah, a couple... <laughs> Couple teams that barely won, barely made the playoffs. That would Couple be... five hundred teams fighting for the Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. <laughs> but in all reality, this is this is the pick here. One of these teams is winning the Super Bowl, in my opinion. I would agree with that. Um, I'm gonna pick Buffalo. Gonna take Buffalo, yeah, yeah. I'll take um, Buffalo. They're four point favorites at home. I just think they got a lot going for them. But we've seen last week and against the Patriots. They're beatable right now. Buffalo is vulnerable. Cincinnati also vulnerable. Also vulnerable. Both of these teams not looking great as of late. But 
Still, they're our favorites. <laughs> they're our fa- they remain our favorites. None of these yeah. teams really have... The only team that has a lot going for them right now, San Fran. That Giants, dude. And the Giants, I guess. <laughs> but, like, that's really the only team I can see left in the playoffs. Like, like the, most, they're the most complete team. The most complete team, yeah. yeah they're only... You want to get into that game? We got Dallas headed to... I think like we're locked up on that. Yeah. One. We got Dallas headed to San Fran. San Fran three-point favorite in this one. And as you're saying, they're mo- the most complete team. I think. Speaking of lock, lock it <laughs> yeah. up. I'll take them three points. That's cash money in the bank. You're going to lock it up? Dude, Brock Purdy is not. He's the only question mark on their team. I would say. And I, he's a pretty good looking question mark. Like, he's got yeah. that curvature at the top, yeah. a nice fat dot at the bottom. The only thing that's. That I'm a little worried about. He looks like a very young question mark. Like, he looks freshly Oh, he looks like a first grader, Jerome. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Which is tough. And Dallas, they had a pretty complete game last week. The only thing they were missing was kicking. Yeah, fairly complete. Uh, Not fully complete, but... Yeah. I don't know. I think Dallas beat a shitty team. I think the Bucs suck. (laughs) The Bucs were kind of... Were pretty like the Jets, like the Cowboys also suck. Yeah, Cowboys. They the, had an okay game. The Cowboys defense looks fucking good. Yeah, this is gonna be a big test for the Purdy man. I Who think. Was it? What's this guy, Micah? Micah Parsons. He looks fucking good. Oh yeah, he's a monster. He's an animal. He's probably, I in my opinion, the best defensive player in the NFL. Yeah, he's a game changer for sure. Like he is just. So complete as a as a player, he's in on every play. He's either pressuring the quarterback, yeah. tackling somebody, punching at the ball. Like he's just he's always around the ball. He's there. It's gonna be tough for the Brockster. He's gonna have to lean on McCaffrey a little more. I think. Yeah, they're gonna get. We're gonna get some Debo trickery. Bull prediction: Ayuk throws a pass in this game. Ooh. You that like, lefty. You like that? Yeah. A little reverse, and then he throws it out to Kittle, who's laying on the ground, but gone. Oh, my God. I always forget about Kittle, dude. Oh, Kittle sleeks one in. That Kittle offense is so filthy. Kittle? Use check? Use check. Use check is the best fullback in the NFL. Uh, that's what they say. That's true. Last time, what? They were in the Super Bowl pretty recently, right? Yeah, against Kansas City a couple of years yeah, ago. With the Garoppolo game, yeah. Yeah. Um, a little trivia fact. Juszczyk scored the first touchdown in that game. Dude, huge check. Massive check. Someone got a huge check on that. <laughs> he got a massive if check. If you bet Kyle Juszczyk first touchdown, like plus oh 1,500, you cashed in bank. Bigly. Bigly. Yeah. Talk about a huge check. Huge check. <laughs> huge check. You're set for the whole night. Bolfordation tomorrow. Juszczyk gets a touchdown in this game. Does he catch the Ayuk pass? <laughs> I don't think he catches the IU pass, but I do think he gets his touchdown. First touchdown? I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> not going to go that far. Anytime, anytime touchdown, huge uh, check. He's a playoff hero. Yeah, he is. I, I think he he saves the touchdown till next week. He only, yeah, he, only he only gets like 1.5 per playoffs, so yeah. he's got to use it wisely. Yeah. Well, I like the looks of it. That was a quick four-game slate, but I think, you know... I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the final four. Let's see who we wind up with. Yeah, we'll see how the we'll see how the skin unwraps. We'll be back with a thoroughly unwrapped pig skin 
It'll basically be naked. We'll only have four total teams left. Four total teams. The final four. The Fantastic Four. Yeah. The Frigid Four in January. Frozen Four. Fucked Up Four. Yep. The, uh... The Flaccid Four. Oh, <laughs> The flaccid pigskin? Nobody wants that. If it if the four is Jacksonville, Giants, uh, Dallas, and you pick the fourth, that's I'd say that's the flaccid four. Yeah, that is the flaccid if, four. If all the underdogs win, it's the four. All the away teams. Yeah. yeah. I'll agree with that. All right, well, we'll see you next week for the flaccid four.